Ron. You are the CEO and co-founder of Hubsell.com. It's a platform for cold messaging. So very, very um, close to the subject, and I would consider you an expert on it. So I wanted to have you back again. We recorded a previous episode um, about the subject. So this is perfect. Uh, we'll dive right in, and we'll try to get this answered as concise and specific as possible. So um, who it impacts? We already answered that. You citizens. Um, how you gather data. Why don't we go ahead and talk about um, real quickly the process of gathering data and why that is so crucial with maintaining GDPR compliance. Sure. Um, according to the GDPR, when you gather the data, it needs to be done with a predefined purpose uh, to the extent what is necessary. And uh, you should be able to prove uh, or, or let's say uh, show your entire uh, uh, data gathering uh, trail, where you got the data, what you did with it, who are the processors involved in it, mm -hmm. um, as well as uh, enable the data subject vis-a-vis -vis the prospect to exercise all of their uh, uh, rights as uh, stipulated by the GDPR, uh, namely uh, the, the uh, opt-out, uh, uh, changing the data, erasing the data, uh, uh, rectifying a mistake in the data and blocking the data controller or the company that has the data uh, from further processing it or sharing it with others. Got it. Perfect. And uh, what are the specific restrictions around B2B, business-to-business -business cold emailing? Okay. Uh, that particular part of the activity is currently regulated by uh, country-level regulation in the European Union. Uh, there is a, a draft Europe-wide regulation being uh, worked on, which is called the e-privacy regulation. Um, until that is coming into force, after its drafting and commenting is fully finalized by the European Council and U European Parliament, only local laws are relevant for you at, at this point. Yeah. yeah, And then there are two main camps, opt-out and opt-in, where in mm -hmm. opt-out camps, you can, uh, uh, opt-out camp, you can target a B2B person, uh, a corporate subscriber, so to speak, and um, you only need to um, follow their opt-out request. And that's basically it. In opt-in countries, you need to have their uh, permission beforehand uh, to, to target them. But that does not exclude cold outreach. That only excludes cold email. Got it. Perfect. And um, cold outreach, uh, that can be any sort of messaging. Cold email is obviously specific to email. Cold outreach could include LinkedIn and some other um, sources and uh, channels. Um, and uh, let's do this. Um, B2C is obviously uh, business to customer, but is obviously taken with a lot more scrutiny. And um, there is a very strict no emailing um, for B2C. And you mentioned something, I believe, in our previous episode uh, where there is a situation where a person inside of a company can receive an email from another company, uh, but they received it to their personal inbox, even though it was related to the two companies' business together, how they, uh, how they uh, do business together. Um, but it was a cold email to their personal inbox. Um, any B2C cold emailing is strictly prohibited under GDPR, correct? That is correct. Absolutely. Got it. And um, that requires, obviously, double opt-in, which does not mean 
it's a yeah. cold email anymore. Um, and so moving forward, we'll just kind of summarize with the best practices that you would suggest to maintain compliance if and when you are sending cold emails to B2B. Okay. Um, to make sure that you're doing, doing it right, uh, the, uh, well, you, the company should focus on a predefined scope of uh, data gathering yeah, uh, with a clear purpose and uh, avoid buying pre-existing lists uh, because these lists were not gathered with the purpose that you had in mind. They were, by default, gathered before you had the purpose. Right? Yep. Um, make sure the data that you get is accurate so as to avoid mailing people which are not relevant or are no longer with those companies. Avoid uh, um, using data that is not accurate, fresh, and properly validated. But then make sure the message that you're sending to the person is highly relevant to them. And even more importantly, it should actually be valuable to the person receiving the email. Mm -hmm. And finally, be very mindful not to be spammy. That's very, very important. Um, to, to provide value and relevance and avoid being spent. Mm -hmm. And give us one example of what you mean by spam. Well, if you are sending a generic uh, high volume email to a lot of different people and, and uh, uh, let's say you're selling a product that is specifically focusing on marketing people, but your data is so, uh, let's say, uh, unstructured or unqualified that you're targeting operations or IT and so forth, people that are completely not relevant in that uh, um, uh, direct marketing campaign. That is, well, in, in even a very loose term of the uh, uh, word, spamming. Exactly. And that kind of um, uh, part of the reason GDPR exists and a lot of regulations exist is because of misuse and spam. You know, if I'm going to be sending an email to someone that I know finds value in the product or service that I'm offering, and I am not abusing that, meaning I do not obviously continue to bombard them with messaging about that product and service if they have not expressed interest, then I am spamming. And that is why we have these regulations and everybody is going to be better for it. So that's great. Um, so I'll go ahead and type this up so that they have a textual um, reference of the answer as well as this recording as well as the audio file if they want to listen. So I believe we've done our job and we'll go ahead and find another related question to answer about this subject matter and connect soon. So thank you a lot. Thank you very much, Alex. Anytime. All right, Karan. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye.